You know how sometimes when you have young children in the room and you want to communicate something to an adult and you will perhaps spell a word like yeah. C-A-N-D-Y yeah. or I-G-N-O-R-E. Yeah. Sometimes I want to spell things in front of your dog because I feel like he knows. <laughs> Another edition of the Daily Screening Podcast. My name, as always, is Daily. Uh, and joining me, as always, is uh, my partner in journalistic crime, Bartholomew Devon. Hello, Bart. I say journalistic only because, uh, you know, we're trying to experiment with the format a little bit. I mentioned it last week. Um, you know, I realize that, you know, not everybody wants to listen to a 90-minute plus <laughs> podcast. Uh, so we're thinking about breaking it down into two separate podcasts that you'd get every week one that is about you know 40 minutes or so of just news items what's going on in hollywood uh what movies are in development what who just got cast uh you know what trailer just came out so on and so forth and then a separate podcast that would be just you know an examination of a single movie every week um so uh so we're gonna try that format a little bit this week which we've sort of been forced into due to various scheduling concerns because holiday season yeah exactly welcome to the holidays uh so we don't we're we're trying to come up with a good name for this news only podcast i'm thinking the daily screening will stay the name of the movie a week podcast but we want a name for this week so we're on the verge of being called kathleen turner overdrive but i don't think it's gonna work for this week um So we have a couple of actual ideas. Yeah. Uh, that we've been rolling around. We've been looking for puns. Newsy puns? New, like things that rhyme with news or maybe daily mm-hmm. or whatever. We've got a couple. We've got a briefcase full of news. Little Blues Brothers reference. I like that. Uh, we had uh, the Daily Screening 2, Secret of the News. Yeah, that's, a, that's a quality title. It's a little wordy. It's a little, <laughs> it's kind of a mouthful. Yeah. Um, the, there's the, the Daily Planet, which is... You know, it's, it's that one. That one is growing on me. It's yeah. It's yeah. It was sort of a huh. That guess that does kind of work. Uh, but we haven't we haven't really settled on anything yet. No. Uh, today today we'll just call ourselves the Newsbusters. Uh, okay. See, you want to see what I did there? I, I do see what you did yeah. there. All right, Road Warrior. Yeah, let's talk about that fucking Road Warrior, that uh, Mad Max trailer. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh my good lord. I mean, I got like literal chills. I mean, I I started watching that trailer. And I was excited. I finished watching that trailer, and my hands were on the side of my face, and I, I stopped breathing, and I had this <laughs> huge shit-eating grin. It was ridiculous. That trailer. It was like a visceral reaction. That trailer really is all the things. Yeah. I. It's just crazy. And I. it makes me really, really want to go back and watch the others, because I don't remember them that well. I, I, remember, watched... I remember the original one. Yeah. Okay. But I don't really remember Thunder. Well, do you remember the original, or do you remember the Road Warrior? Because this is, I feel like, this is another no, one no, of no, those. No, 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 no. What I did so uh, a few years ago in one of my evening Netflix binges. Yeah, I watched all for, three. Yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't watch all three because only one of them streamed. Oh, which happened okay. to be the first one. Okay. Um, and I was expecting it to be a lot more like the Road Warrior. Yeah. It isn't. No, no. All that post-apocalyptic like <laughs> mutant the, shit. Yeah. None of that's in the first movie. No, really. the first one is is. There's still a semblance of civilization yeah, there, and, and there's, like, biker and gangs and, and shit. It's but it's dark. Yeah. 
and yeah, awesome. yeah, there's yeah, it's really fucking dark. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, I feel like Mad Max is kind of another one of the franchise like Evil Dead. Like when you say Evil Dead, everyone thinks Evil Dead Two. You know, like nobody, nobody's actually thinking of Evil Dead. You right. know, no. Um, yeah. So. Well, I'm thinking of Army of Darkness. Well, there, yeah, there you got that too. Um, anyway, but yeah, man, that trailer was so trailer fucking was crazy. Good. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I I don't have any I don't have any attention analysis on that trailer. Just no, that no, it was fucking awesome, and I can't wait to watch that goddamn movie. The attention to detail I think shows even in just that teeny tiny little snippet. Yeah, and I love all the practical stuff. Well, they went back. I remember they they went back and did additional shooting. Yeah, I remember that too. The studio at and it was a matter of like they showed the studio what they had and they liked it so much that they said take some more money, go back and shoot more sequences, like shoot more stunts and fill stuff in. So. Yeah. Um, that's always a good sign. Yeah. Um, and you know, again, you know, from what we've been told, this movie is basically a two-hour chase scene with about, you know, Ma- I think Mad Max has like 16 lines of dialogue in the whole movie, um, yeah. which is yeah ridiculous. So, yeah. Uh, I'm very, I'm very excited. Yes. Uh, I want, yes. I want it. I want it now. Yeah. When is it coming out? Yeah, it's next May. Oh, okay. So, so it's so it's a early kickoff. early summer. It's a kick off the summer. Yeah. Movie. Pre. Uh, Pre-Memorial Day. Fair enough. Uh, all sorts of other fun stories this week. Um, something I know you're going to be excited about. Uh, Toho announcing that they are going back into the Godzilla yeah. business. Yeah, I heard. Which is really fun and exciting yeah. to me. Um, you know, we both sort of, you know, we enjoyed the American Godzilla. I think it's whoa, got whoa, whoa. some... When you say the American Godzilla... The, the now, new American Godzilla, yeah, Now yes. you need to preface that shit. Yes. Because Matthew this past Broderick... 2014 no. Godzilla. Well, um, I don't know. I mean, have you seen it since... I did. I watched it uh, a couple of weeks ago. Did you watch the whole thing? I did watch really? the whole thing. I did. Oh, you're uh, I think man I was I am. doing other stuff at the time. I think I put it on and was like folding laundry or doing dishes. That or something. is fair. I mean, because I, uh... that's the thing is that and I don't want to watch most of it. No, I, I just... don't either. I just want to watch the Godzilla stuff. I just want to watch the monsters fighting and everything in that movie that isn't monsters fighting is. Like, the beginning it's, bit, it's, I actually really like. I think the beginning stuff holds up with... Uh, I seriously almost just called him Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> That's amazing. Not, not correct. <laughs> no. If I want to watch Aaron Taylor Johnson, yeah. I'm going to watch Kick-Ass. Yeah. Because it's a better movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, um, but I, I think that opening thing when the nuclear power plant, I think that sequence still holds up. Yeah, it's like a fine. fun bit. It's fine. Um, but... Did you see... Did I send you... they? The the studio released like a sixteen bit version of the movie. Yeah, Did it I like condenses the whole movie down to like so, ninety seconds or something. Right, and it's it, like in sixteen bit graphics, yeah. and it's amazing because it's all <laughs> it's like all the great stuff that you from the movie. And the thing is, you can't do any of the human things because yeah. it's because it doesn't translate no, it to sixteen bit. Yeah. So they didn't bother. Yeah, so it's just the action in like Super Nintendo. It's right. great. It's great. Um, yeah, I I. I'm excited for more Toho. I mean, uh, Godzilla Final Wars, that's the last one that they made. It um, is. Uh, well, sort of. They had their hand in a couple of... I think there was a cameo oh, yeah. in, in something else. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, it was no man in suit. Yeah. Um, well, and that's. I think that's the yeah. the question is, are they still going to stick with man in suit? I would hope so. They, I they, would they think said so. They, I think they said they weren't sure. Yeah, I don't think go. they've committed one or the other. Uh, I kind of hope that they do. Yeah, I do too. Because especially since Godzilla, the American version, made enough money that it's getting a sequel. Yeah. And, I mean, like, to be fair, it's this isn't a reaction from Toho. Like, well, you fuck no, that American version. No, we're going to do, we're no, going to take it back. Is, this is not Godzilla 2000. Yeah, no, they. Which, by the way, was way better. I haven't. Than... I've seen it, but I haven't seen it oh, since I man. saw it in theaters. If you compare 
1998 TriStar one. Yeah. To Godzilla 2000 well, in Toho, which came out in 99 yeah. in Japan. They took them, like, fucking six months to make that. <laughs> they were like, fuck this. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they, they, they probably watched the, the uh, Triostar 1 and then immediately least, went on yeah. set. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have all these buildings around. Let's just crush them. Just knock some shit over. Just, like, build another one of those pagodas. <laughs> we'll crush it again, like always. And that movie is way better. It's yeah. not good, but it's way more fun. Yeah. Uh, but no, they they Toho's still on board with the American version to the point that you know we're expecting that the next uh, American sequel is going to get more of the classic Godzilla monsters, right? Which you know. is great. Yeah, I'm I'm really yeah. excited to see all of them. Yeah, that's wonderful. But that's why you know it, it kind of goes back to when we were talking about uh, the you know DC and Marvel, like DC's version of superheroes on TV. Or I think I guess this was Jamie and I talking about it last week. Yeah, um, we were talking about you know. Yep. Yep. How DC's treating its television properties and its movie properties as basically separate universes. Right, which so they is can stupid. Have, yeah, so they can have a, a movie Flash and a TV Flash, and they're not the same guy, and they don't need to be connected. So I would kind of think of these Godzillas as the same way. It's like, yeah, no, let the American version be, like, a big, awesome, like, CG, really, you know, ultra-realistic CG spectacle or whatever. And, like, let the Japanese keep you, doing man in suit like let them uphold that tradition and be awesome in their own way yeah. you know no, i'm i'm totally down for that but that's a different thing yeah um because there's no reason why you would need to unify a godzilla universe yeah exactly that's just silly mm-hmm. but it's interesting that you mentioned the um the way dc versus marvel are treating their tv properties mm. because marvel is doubling down on their tv properties, well they're, yeah they're they're uh they're, agents of shield which you you've now caught up on agents I of shield and you're like up. you're like into it now oh i'm really into it now. yeah um, because i think is i didn't have to suffer through it like monster of the week and then monster like, of the week yes yeah, slowly one drip at a time no, yeah. i just got to like push through all that shit yeah. in one day basically basically yeah. until the hydra stuff kicked in and then it was like oh now this is really interesting especially yeah. once they passed cap 2 when it's the most recent Marvel anything exactly uh, terrestrial that we have, yeah, and I have to say, and spoilers, people, sorry, yeah, if you haven't seen, if you're not up to date on Agents of Shield, skip through the next yeah. minute or so, I guess. I mean, you mentioned to me that they were probably going to make the alien a Cree, and mm-hmm. that they were kind of, and they're the, the, the city under Cuba. Uh, I think Puerto Rico. I think they're in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. I don't yeah. remember anymore. Was it, it wasn't Havana? No, it was Puerto Rico. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, it's one of those islands. That yeah, was San Juan because uh, I mean I know oh, they filmed in San, right, Juan, San Juan, but it was definitely San Juan because they walked through uh, like a town square and they passed a cigar cart and I literally turned to Jamie and went, "I bought cigars from that guy in that cigar cart in San Juan." <laughs> like I've been there and I bought cigars from that cart before. So oh. well, anyway, uh, I mean the fact that they have made a, a, well, one of their main characters, one of the Inhumans, yeah. really patently, yeah. Like years before the movie comes out. Yeah, uh, we're. I mean, we got like half a decade basically. Right. So. I have no idea how they're going to make that work, but well, it's. I mean, but at the very least, that's a huge vote of confidence from the studio that. The yeah, TV I mean, I think it's. Around. Yeah, I think that. Um, in a way, it feels like it feels nice for fans, the people who are like watching Shield because they want they're 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 hungry for those connections to the cinematic universe. Yeah. Um it feels like a nice nod to them because it makes it feel like hey we're try- we're actually trying to connect some dots but because it's so far out um and because you know you know we're obviously when they get to the inhumans you know we're talking five more years of theoretically like marvel rampant success basically. Right. You know by the time they get to the inhumans you know, so for example, 
the uh, the Terrigen mists, the the thing she puts the crystals and they explode and they got the, the right. hit with the little cloud. Like that was basically a cloud of dust, you know. Like it was not a very impressive special effect, no, you know. Not and at all. the cocoons were also like they were decent for TV. They were, but t- it was TV. Effects. If I saw that in a movie, I'd be like, really? Like you couldn't do better than that? No, right. So, but but I think because it's so far out, like I don't expect them to necessarily be beholden to those stylistic choices. No, no, no. But they, but that's not what I meant. I just yeah, they're going to have to flesh out that. Yeah, that. that well, stuff, and I don't honestly, uh, and I don't even expect them to really even use the word inhuman for quite some time. I I expect that they'll no, just they talk use... about them as like you know special you know, uh, special power, powered people or something uh, on uh, Arrow and Flash. Uh, they've been using the term metahumans, which is certainly a comic book term. Sure. Um, they can, obviously they can't say mutant. So no. uh, I expect them to come up with some other word to use in the meantime. Yeah. Um, but I think this is more than anything. They call them mutos. <laughs> Please let them call them mutos. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Best crossover ever. Oh God! Sky turns into someone that needs to fight Godzilla. Yeah, Sky versus. I would watch that movie. I, I would too. We'll see because it would involve Godzilla taking one step and the movie being over. Yes. Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I mean, I expect them to. I think this is more laying the groundwork for Ultron than anything else because I expect we will learn that um that the twins fair. there are going to be you know the same deal. They're going to be inhuman in some way that they're they also had these powers that were activated by experimentation or whatever. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, by the time we actually get to an Inhumans movie, you know, in, in a way it's like, yeah, it's, it's laying the groundwork for like why there are people with special powers or whatever, without yeah. having to necessarily like well, they tell the whole mythology. No, but they, they mentioned the mists by name. Uh, in the show, they did not. I think they did. No, no, they definitely did not. Because I was listening for it, and oh, like they were just sort of talked abstractly about like, you know, you will receive a gift and you will have a transformation. No, and no, 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 really no. It. I'm pretty sure they. I think they did. Yeah. I don't know. I so I. We just watched it yesterday. I, yeah. I I don't think it was the most recent episode. I feel like there's one before. I don't know. Jenna is uh, she's two episodes back ah. from the end, so we're probably gonna finish them today. Yeah. So I'll see it again. But I remember getting really excited about. It. I was like, they're not gonna. They're yeah. not. There's no way. And then they just did. No, I think they're laying the groundwork in the most like basic storytelling way, yeah. so that, but in a way that where you know they can also kind of you know I don't want to say wipe the slate, but you know it's presented on Shield as oh well it's an ancient abandoned city, right? And you know these are like artifacts that right, have been right, laying right. around or whatever. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if by the time they actually get to an Inhumans movie, mm. it's like. Oh, those are the old ways. That's like the old version of stuff from you That's know yeah. hundreds of years ago. Here's how we do it now, and you know they have you know much more impressive mist and crystals and all that other shit sure, and better sure. cocoons and everything else. So I think you're right about Ultron, though. I mean, they mentioned Baron von Strucker by name. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they said he's in Europe, mm-hmm. which he is. Yep. So I, yeah, I'm but, psyched. I mean, that's our next. That's our next Marvel. Yeah. He's, well, no, the next Marvel is Agent Carter. Well, yes. Okay, now our best, mo- way, our best movie, our I next am movie. I'm really excited about. I'm super excited about Agent Carter. Jamie is like vibrating with excitement. Yeah, she is, Jenna is super, too. super stoked. Yeah. Um, and I give, I have to give ABC's marketing some credit because uh, the first 
couple of yeah. weeks, all their commercials used that really terrible tagline, which was, uh, sometimes, sometimes the best man for a job was a woman. And it was awful. like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, no, Are you kidding me? Way. And they don't, that's not anymore. No, no, they it's changed gone. it. And now it's like, uh, you know, when you need a job done, sometimes you have to send in a one woman army. And so that's, that's better. That's way better. It's better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so good job. Good job. Yeah. ABC marketing. Um, well, let's see what else do we got here? Um, okay. So in great Bart reacts to the news tradition, uh, mm. I've been sitting on this headline for a couple of days and you may have heard it already, mm-hmm. but, uh, I just, I got to throw it out there and we don't need to spend really any time on it. But, uh, Ryan Murphy, the guy who created Glee and American Horror Story is now doing uh, a new show called, I believe it's called American Crime Story. Oh, um, American Crime. Um, and it's. Well, with, there's with, with Ryan Phillippe and no. Felicity Huffman. American? No, 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 no. So there's a movie called there's a show called American Crime that's like just starting. Yeah, there's... which is being hyped like crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, because that's like about to air. Oh, um, okay. Ryan Murphy is doing another show called American. I think it's called American Crime Story, as opposed to American Horror Story, um, or American Gleeful Story. Right, uh, and and it, again, it's like short mini series kind of thing, anthology thing. Um, and the first season is going to be about the O.J. Simpson trial. And playing O.J. Simpson no. is Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Like, that that just seems like Mad Libs. That just seems like people threw a bunch of words in a hat. Like, the guy who made Glee makes an O.J. Simpson show and stars... Cuba Gooding Jr. Like, how did all of those things actually come to represent reality? Bart is he's his head is in his hands. He's staring at the table. He's I, making I know, sad I, sounds. I, I seriously don't know what to say. <laughs> like, I can The only thing I can say with any certainty mm-hmm. about this whole concept, mm-hmm. never mind production. This is not something that my life was lacking. Yeah. Like I just <laughs> It's just not something that I need in my universe. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. no. I mean, I think I... I saw the O.J. Simpson trial. I don't want more of it. <laughs> I think I have to watch that. I have to at least, like, oh, like peek in on that out of curiosity. I would see. You know how I want to see that portrayed, really? Wow. Because the only way to do it justice mm. is to air, like, re-air the NBA Finals from that year. And then just splice in pieces of Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> pretending to be OJ. Because that's how we saw the OJ Simpson trial. That's true. That it's is like, how that went down. You want to start with like NBA Finals in the White Bronco. And it's just like, you can do the picture-in-picture thing. And that's how it should be. <laughs> just to be re- just realistic. Oh, no, I, think it's a, I think it's a fantastic idea. Call I, FX. I mean, Get FX on the phone. Yeah, I mean, my, like, my real memory of that was... Get this Bronco that's been on the fucking freeway all day. I'm trying to watch this basketball game. Like, I don't care. Call me when you catch him. Like, I don't need to see him traveling. And I was like, I remember thinking the whole time, why is it so hard to fucking catch this guy? They catch people all the time. Throw down some spike strips. Like, he's not going that fast, and even if he were, use the radio. Like, put up a blockade. I don't care. It's not that hard. Call me when you get him. It's good. It's not news. No. Well, let's 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 put a stop to that. Let's stop talking about that then. Um, I, I think we got to talk about this th- week on the Daily Bronco. Yeah, um, I think we got to talk about uh, the Sony hack a little bit. Um, <laughs> which, <laughs> like, okay, so 
I'm a, so uh, you know. No, full I'm, disclosure. Full disclosure. I used to work at Sony. Yeah. Uh, in, in security of all things. Um. So. Good job. Yeah. You're you're welcome, everybody. Um. Clearly, you did not make them secure. Yeah, I know. Maybe I shouldn't have made my password Kim Jong Un rocks. I was gonna um, say, you know who brought them down? <laughs> well, the thing that's in, has become really interesting about it, like, so now it's all of these documents getting leaked. You know, at first it was like, oh, they're you know, at first, of course, you know, there was actual newsworthy. You sure. know, concern here because it's like sensitive information was breached. Employee, you know, uh, social security numbers right. and like personal records and like all the stuff. And it was like, oh shit, this is a big time story. Mm-hmm. Now it has just devolved into this like gossipy bullshit fest about like, you know, so and so sent an email wondering if Obama likes Kevin Hart movies and like so and so called Angelina Jolie a minimally talented spoiled brat. Like, I don't. Fuck all of that. Like, fuck all of that so hard. You know? Like, that is not news. I don't care what other... Like, people send shitty emails. Welcome to reality. Yep. I don't I don't care about any of that stuff. And nobody else should. Um, but what makes it a story... I, I actually can't... I, I always have trouble when people get caught doing that. It's like, it's not that hard to use your own email account. Why would you send it on your work account, you idiot? Yeah. That's another example. Somebody not doing his job. You stupid. But here's here's the, you know, what makes it a story that you can't ignore is so much data has been, like, leaked out there yep. that now there is actual, you know, like, the bond, the movie, the, the budget for the next Bond movie supposedly originally put at, like, $350 million. Mm-hmm. And, like, script leaks for that movie. You know, uh, or this whole thing about uh, it's all uh, Spider-Man karma. All the Spider-Man stuff. The no, Spider-Man this is, stuff. This is all Spider-Man karma. Well, no, but I was thinking the the the, the Sony Marvel negotiations over Spider-Man. Right, like right, right. that's an actual like yeah. legit news story. And not only that, but the fact that it has been leaked has now like become an impact on the story itself. Oh, of course. So it's you know, the dog. The way it worked, you know, the way this went down was you know months ago. Uh, uh, Marvel and Sony started a negotiation process about mm-hmm. having Spider-Man appear in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, having him cameo uh, in Captain America 3, in Civil War, mm-hmm. where, you know, again, in the, because in the comics, he was sort of a crucial part of that storyline. Yeah. So the idea was Andrew Garfield would have would have a, a bit part and he would show up and... and it, or not him, actually. Well, no, I think the, the idea, I think, was still that he it would be Garfield... Uh, and he would show up in this storyline, but that it wouldn't impact their own Spider-Man or something. They would still continue to do their own Spider-Man franchise. They, they weren't going to give up the character. It was just going to—he was going to appear in this movie, and then they would continue to do their own Spider-Man stuff. Um, uh, that was originally—that was what Sony wanted. Um, Marvel's proposal was: we will. Uh, basically come to an agreement where we split the rights to this character, 60, like the profits, 60-40, where Marvel gets the larger share and they retain creative control of the character. Mm-hmm. And that's why uh, Sony walked away, because they didn't want to give up the creative rights to the character. I'm just going to come out and say this. The best thing that Sony could do is let Spider-Man go. Completely. Yeah. Because Well, Spider- they're, they're no, their no, only no. franchise. They're... That's, that's what I'm saying. And the thing is that there, it's... It's like when a company that used to make lots of great products has one left, mm-hmm. and they are clinging to it so hard that they can't do anything else. Yeah. They need to be done with Spider-Man. 
Spider-Man is killing Sony. I'm just gonna say that. Well, I yeah, I mean, I think it's the creative team. I think it's the Spider-Man team there that you know Avi Arad, who is you know he was on Spider-Man through the Raimi days, right? But it's you know they just they can't figure out what to do with that character, right? And I'm, you know? But I mean, for the whole company, yeah, they just need they need to do other things. And as long as they're devoting their resources to Spider-Man, they won't. Yeah. Well, and it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, it's tough. They're, like, I, I understand the position they're in, especially nowadays where it's like, you know, you can't just get the rights to any old superhero anymore. You know, yeah. Marvel's got all their characters locked down now, and DC has a deal with Warner Brothers. Like, this is their only shot to maintain a relationship with a marquee superhero character. So, right. No, I mean, I understand that. But... but the interesting thing is that now that the the story has leaked, like that those negotiations leaked, and of course the negotiations broke down. That's why Sony walked away. They didn't want to give up creative control. Um, but now which that the story... Stu- which is so stupid, by the way. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, yes, it'll cut their profit margins. Right. But at the same time, it also frees up a lot of resources if they don't have to... Since the story leaked, the the actual like corporate head of Sony, like yeah. over in Japan, has sort of they're now looking down on Sony Pictures and saying like, look, you know, th- like the studio is financially in a very bad place. They have essentially you know, run their marquee superhero franchise into the ground with no uh, again with no plan for how to fix it. Um, so they're now looking at this deal, going, look, we like what's more important to us right now is. You know, quality is is making actual like a quality a quality film out of this franchise. Yep. So, you know, if Marvel, who is now like absolutely associated with quality, wants to step in and take control of this franchise and make Spider Man something worth seeing, something that people are actually excited about, and they're willing to give us forty percent of the profits for doing nothing, yeah, yeah, fuck it, take the money and yeah. shut up, exactly. So it, you Thank know, you. it remains to be seen. Theoretically, uh, you know, uh, again, as part of these leaks, it was saying that, uh, you know, Sony had scheduled a Spider-Man summit for January, oh, where all Christ. of their, you know, heads were basically everyone was going to sit down at a table and figure out, you know, what direction they wanted to take the franchise in. I want to, I want to see like a video of that meeting I because know, it's right? be such a weird, oh, like a God. weird amalgam of, yeah. of like really intense business, <laughs> and then just like talking about comic book characters uh-huh. that they don't know about. Yeah, so funny. So I mean, I think this, I think the deal has got to be. They're literally the head of Sony and the head of Disney have been like trading emails. So I don't think this thing is necessarily dead on the table anymore. You know, this thing could still be up for grabs. Well, I hope um, so. I would, I would love that. Yeah. If Spider-Man would stop being stupid. Well, and but I mean, I think the thing is, especially you know, if this if it does happen now, I think Garfield will be done. Um, which, uh, which, again, which is which is kind of sad. Yeah, but... I like Garfield as an actor. Like, I would be okay with them keeping Garfield and just scrapping the continuity that they've established and yeah. just having him show up and be Spider-Man. Yeah, and especially if he's in a you know uh, if he's in a Marvel movie, you know, we don't necessarily need to spend a lot of time with like the Peter Parker you know backstory yeah. ca- characters. Like, I don't necessarily need aunt may in that movie i don't necessarily need mary jane Watson in that movie like i could just have spider-man as spider-man in it and have him take off his mask at one point and it's and it's you andrew know garfield. andrew garfield yeah, like fine. i don't necessarily need like yeah. the spider-man yeah. you know tortured persona i don't yeah. need i don't yeah. even need peter parker in that movie really you no, know no i mean that's the thing is like it's sad because i have no problem with andrew garfield yeah the script that he had to work with both of them yeah were garbage kind of garbage um but as a spider-man he was. I, th- I think he was a better Spider-Man. Than, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Toby. Oh sure. Um, and I, his Peter Parker, 
it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It got better, but it's it, yeah, still it, in a weird place. Yeah, but scrap that continuity. Yeah. Was, and I mean, like, do we really need an Agent May movie? No. An Agent Aunt May movie? God, fuck no. Jesus. Um, but the other, there's, there's another, so, you know, well, there are a couple other interesting things that have come out of the leak story. Um, first of all, uh, we got to talk about this fucking Jump Street Men in Black crossover. Thing, I can't even begin. Which is like, I just can't, yes. Maybe. You read that and you're like, that can't be, I'm, I, I can't be reading that. Like, I must be reading that wrong. That's, is Michael Bay trolling me again? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I can't, my eyes must be playing tricks with me because there's, no, no way, way that's just, a real thing. There's no way I just read that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Make it. Yeah. Right. Don't even, don't even think about it. Right. Just, just fucking do it. I'm kind of. I'm kind of okay with that. It's. It's actually a weirdly perfect union. Just, right. Just do it. I mean, you. I think you. It, it's. You want to talk about weird, <laughs> weird universes? Like yeah. Weird unified universes. What? Yeah. How? How? Who even came up with that idea? It's like they were just sitting, like looking at the two of them on a shelf together, and like, like, yeah. What if they were the same movie? Like, I, I don't even know how you arrive oh, at that man. point. I just want to see. Like, I want that to spawn a whole new breed of franchises where people make unified universes out of things that don't belong mm-hmm. together. Where you'd have like, oh. Super bad and Superman. And <laughs> super bad man? Super, yeah, super bad man. And I want to see... I'm looking at the... Pineapple want, Express and see, Planet of the Apes. I want to see The Rock. And um, Requiem for a Dream. No, 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 no not, not that Rock. No, the movie, <laughs> no, the, movie the Rock. Yeah, okay. Not the actor yeah. The Rock. The movie The Rock and... Spaceballs. Okay. It's just like, why yeah. not? Let's just stare at my DVD shelves for a few minutes and come up with uh, other weird mix. So, Dazed and Confused uh, and uh, Ichi the Killer. Ooh, uh, there uh, we go. We got Friends uh-huh. and Signs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to get weird fast. Uh, Back to the Future. See, I'm in front of the, movie, the TV part. Back to the Future and Groundhog Day. Ooh, that's a good one. It's, it all twists back in on itself. It's going to get fucking weird. <laughs> uh, Lost in Translation and Meatballs. RoboCop on the Waterfront. Let's see what I did there. RoboCop on the Waterfront. RoboCop on the... Ro- I could have been a contender. Ro- Ro- Robo- <laughs> <laughs> RoboCop on the Waterfront and Taxi Driver. <laughs> yeah. that's, gonna get, that's dark, man. That's got Oscar written all that's over real it. real dark. Jesus Christ. But uh, that feels this feels akin to the creative process, which put 23 Jump Street and Men in Black together. It's like someone was selling all their DVDs and just like stuck them all up on a wall and threw darts. Yeah, right? It's like, yeah, that, those two. But, I mean, so... Alien and Piranha 2. <laughs> the little piranhas come out of the alien mouth? Absolutely. That's perfect. That would work great, that would actually. Totally work. Yeah. So, I, I guess my question is, if that's a movie that actually happens, that is, like, that really becomes a thing... Yeah. You know... Fuck, spawn more sequels. Well, I, I guess my question roll is... is rolling another movie every time. <laughs> well, I, what I want to know is, like, where does the... Like, where do you fall tonally? With that, with that movie, like, because there's like the Men in Black universe and and Twenty Three Jump Street, like Twenty Three Jump Street, the Jump Street movies, like what makes them great is the like meta ness of it. Is the characters constantly like commenting on I think you like could do... the movie tropes and whatever. Yeah. So I think you could do both. 
at the same time. I don't think it would be that hard if you've got the right people helming it. I guess so. I guess my question is, like, would there be, like, that kind of commentary but about, like, aliens and action movies and that kind of thing? Yeah. Um, Why do, not? Do you, like, scrap some of the continuity? Like, do you... Who gives a shit? I don't know. You don't need continuity. I don't know. Nothing about those movies was continuous. I guess that's right. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just, like, that's, again, you were saying last week, I love a movie that knows what it is. Those mo- that movie would know how ridiculous it is. Yeah. There's no question. I do love the great. idea of Jenko and Schmidt fighting aliens in like, some why, way. Why not? I mean, that'd be great. And you could have you could have Will Smith over there in kind of a Zed character. No, no, fuck that. I want Ice Cube as Zed. I want Ice Cube to play oh. Zed so bad. Are you kidding? If they lose Ice Cube, I'm going to be so upset. Oh, that's better. Right? No, yeah. That's no, bad. I think Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones should die in the first scene. No, I think the no. first scene should be them fucking getting no, killed. No, no, Here's Never mind all that. Here's what it should just be. It's just another office of Men in Black. It's just like... <laughs> a different branch? It's like another branch. And it's just like... And you can have the beginning. You can have Nick Offerman saying something. And you could have Ice Cube being there. And you, I would also be okay with Nick Offerman. And, and, then, he, and, but... he could, and he could just be like, well... Yo, sorry, yes, blah blah blah. And now we fight aliens, <laughs> and then just like go. I'm. That's kind of like, great. That's, that's kind of exactly how they would do it, too. right? It'd be the same movie, except now they're wearing suits and they have alien guns. I look. I'm. I'm on board. I'm. I, on, I'm on board with this. I, I'm so on board with this there, idea. Like, there's any number of ways this could be yeah. fun and silly. It's so stupid, but I fucking love it. Yeah, I totally on board with that. Yeah, it's better than Spider Man, right? Which is kind of sad. <laughs> like. Mm. It's true, though. Um, so the last piece of the leak story that I find really interesting uh, mm. is uh, in reference to Ghostbusters. Mm. Um, because, again, Sony Pictures. It's a Columbia movie. Um, so uh, really this is just, uh, you know, the people are starting to take meetings. Uh, actresses are starting to make are starting to take meetings on Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, so earlier in the week there was, uh, you know, Rebel Wilson and Jennifer Lawrence were both sort of mentioned in interviews that like, oh yeah, I've sat down with with Paul Feig and Am I the only one who's and... tired of Jennifer Lawrence? Um, you know, I was thinking about it. I have no problem with her. I'm just sort of, I just need like a year. I would actually be okay with her. I would like I would like to see her in a Ghostbusters movie. I think because I think it would be something. We haven't really seen from her yet. Comedy? Yeah. I mean, not that, like, she can't be funny. She's very funny. Um, but, yeah, it's not, like, I, I don't want to see her playing, like, Katniss again. I don't want to see her playing, like, a steely put-upon, you know, no. uh, hero, you know, like, no. reluctant hero. And See, I'd rather see, like, Emma Stone if I have to go for one of the mainstream young actresses. Right okay. Now. Because so... Emma Stone has a silly streak a mile wide. Absolutely. So, uh, so... Amongst the many emails that have you know now leaked their way out, uh, yeah. and you know most of the stuff is coming out of Amy Pascal's email. This is a bad couple of weeks for Amy Pascal, who's the head of head of Sony, yeah. or head of Sony Pictures, because um, most of the stuff is coming out of her email. Um, but uh, there was a she <laughs> basically mentioned a list of actresses yeah. who uh, had at least expressed some interest uh, in being involved, um, including Jennifer Lawrence and Melissa McCarthy. Go figure, Paul Feig. Right. Just yeah, saw that coming sure. a mile away. Yeah, um, Emma Stone on that list. I'm absolutely on board with Emma Stone. I love you know, that. Girl. You know who I think would actually be okay in sort of an Egon role? Who's weirdly? that? Emma Watson. 
Totally. I think we talked about this a like, while I think, back. I think if you did the two Emmas together, yeah. I kind of feel like that would work, and I don't know why. It could be like, a, yeah, it would be kind of a riff on the Hermione thing a little bit. Because yeah, Hermione was, she wasn't nerdy, but she was like studious, and she was like a super good student and really smart. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's why. I, think. I don't know. Uh, we also have on this list uh, Amy Schumer. Uh, who's got the show on Comedy Central? Um, I, like I've only seen a couple of bits from that show, and I think it's you know they've been pretty funny. I'm not, I don't know her really well. She's doing a, a movie with Judd Apatow right now that's supposed to be like mm. a, pretty good actually. Um, like I've heard some scripts as the, the script is supposed to be really good for it. Um, and the name that has me most excited by far yeah. is Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, Lizzie Kaplan, who is like so funny. And so genuine, and I like I just love that girl to pieces. Um, and I feel like Lizzie Kaplan and Emma Stone together would be like a fantastic pairing. I feel like they would be a great like Venkman and Ray kind of like you know back and forth. You know, they're both really funny. They're both really smart. They've got like a great you know snappy yeah, yeah, yeah. you know give and take. I think they'd be fantastic together. Yeah. Um, but I also think, you know, they're also talking about, uh, in that email, saying, uh, quote, uh, it isn't a sequel to the 80s movie, it's going to be totally original with completely different characters, and our job is to find a clever way to connect the movie to the original franchise, so we can still use all the assets and everything that is great about the original franchise. So that makes me feel like... Maybe just find the proton packs. Y- yeah, basically. That would do that for... That's fine. Right? You know? Um, but it, but they literally, they don't want to be like, oh, remember that time when the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in the 80s? Like, they literally want none of those events to have occurred, so. Oh, never to have occurred. Yeah, because they don't want this to be, like, in the same universe. They don't, like, they, we're not going to get, like, a, a new Egon role. Like, it's not going to be analogous characters. Okay. And they want it to be completely separate from, uh, the original while still basically, well, yeah, still being able to use, like, the design of proton packs and the slidey floor trap and stuff, um. But not being like, hey, you know, this is what used to have. This is what happened in the 80s, and now we're, you know, taking over again or something. So, well, all right. Well, I mean, I guess we'll see about yeah. that. I don't know. There was also a weird story, and I haven't really <clears> been <throat> able to... they could just not do it. Yeah, well, no, there's that too. Um, there was also a weird, like, subplot to that, which I haven't been able to sort it all out, but about Sony considering some sort of litigation against Bill Murray for not participating. Like, I don't even know how that would work, Whoa. but like literally trying to like coerce him to be in the movie through litigation. How what like, they, I don't, what they sue him for. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't know what it really, what that really means. Uh, unless he has some sort of clause in an old contract saying that like, you know, beholdening him in some way to being in future sequels, which I can't imagine would that be the case. And even weird. if it was, we'd be talking about that, like a 20 year old contract. That, and also so. never mind the, time of the contract that just sounds weird to have a blanket provision like that that extends for all time yeah well i mean yeah it could it's be like sounds uh, like indentured servitude yeah exactly i mean it could be one of those things where it's like when they made a contract for the second one it was like well with an option for a third and a fourth it's and a, it's an option yeah exactly <laughs> but it's but that's the thing those are always studio options not actor options so yeah. if there if there is some kind of clause like that in this contract that could be a way they want to go but they also don't want to be seen as we sued one of America's most beloved actors to be in our movie because yeah, he w- didn't want to. That's literally the worst thing they could ever yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I, like that, I don't think that's a real... I, I think that might... I'm, that's a real conversation. I don't think that's ever actually going to happen. Yes, no no, just, no fi- papers have been filed, yeah, so... Stinks of countersuit. I know, right? Like, oh, frivolous. Yeah. Um, well, 
we'll do one or two more things here since we're, you know, being news only. It's the news. Since it's just the news. Uh, we got to come up with some, like, some, <laughs> some gimmicks for this, though. Like, some, some shticks or something. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we haven't, you know. Okay. We, you can tell this was really well thought out yeah. in, in advance. Um, um, you know, like a Heart of the Ghostbusters S. Be- best, best and worst? Uh, uh, played out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Things to think about. Dumbest person of the week? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. We'll mull it, well, o- we'll mull well, it over well, for future installments. We could we could call it... You know what we'll have? Hmm. We'll have Gozer of the Week. Gozer of the Week? <laughs> just Gozer of the Week. And we're not going to define that. We'll just fucking know it when, when something is Gozer of the Week. Okay. <laughs> well, in good news, in happy news... Hey, happy news. And this is, a, this is a little old. This actually happened like two weeks ago. I think we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Uh, Robert Orsi. Yep. Off Star Trek. Huzzah! We... Star Trek... I mean... Star Trek doesn't have a director now. That's but fine. That's, that's fine because it's not fucking that guy. Yeah, that's fine. Um, now it remains. To... I who was they were throwing somebody around. I forget now. Well, the uh, the last guy they had was it f- what was it Riker? No, no. The last person who was like a real serious name they were talking about was Joe Cornish, who did Attack the Block. Um, he was the guy that's who. That's fine. Yeah, I really hope they go back to him. Um, but he was the guy who was sort of closest. I want to watch um, that again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, he's the guy who was sort of closest in the process before Orsi chased him away because he wanted to direct, um, and that was like the story was that basically Orsi was still in uh, as a writer. He was like in all of these meetings with potential directors, and he just made it. He sabotaged. He, yeah, everything. he sabotaged every meeting basically. That he chased all these directors away, making it sound like he had you know all of this control over what could and couldn't happen in the picture and that he was just going to be impossible to fucking work with if he wasn't directing so, so douchey i know right um but he's he's gone uh and we're we're looking for a new director i've heard edgar wright's name thrown around a little bit too what is he doing right now uh, well he's got a couple of original things that he's working on but he doesn't have anything like shooting yet or like in pre-production he's got a couple scripts and a couple projects he's attached to so yeah um but yeah, I mean, all all sorts of interesting possibilities. I, yeah. I'm intrigued to see who they come up with. The interesting thing is going to be uh, what they do with the script, with the story. If they stick with with Orsi's Orsi's script, do we know anything about it at this point? So the rumors are there were all those talks about that, Sha- that Shatner was going to come back. That oh, Shatner right. was going to be in it, have a cameo in it as like not. Kirk Prime. Not Kirk Prime, but as... but as older Chris Pine, basically. Right. Um, and apparently what That's I've a heard... Weird, weird idea. Well, so what I've heard, and I well, I don't really love this idea, but what I heard was that the script basically centered around um, someone inventing a time travel device, basically, <sighs> and the Vulcans wanting to use it to go back in time to prevent Vulcan from being ex- from exploding basically from being destroyed okay um, and that well, this right. sort of time travel device is how we get old kirk and old spock into the story somehow i think we need to steer away from time travel yeah i do while. too and i love time travel stories and i love star trek time travel stories but it feels sometimes, at the moment like sometimes well do. no some of them don't work but i just like I, I love when star trek plays with time travel like all of all of star trek's time travel episodes are like those are the first ones i want to watch in like any series Not Voyager. um you know some of the voyager ones are 
are fun too. Um, not the one where they like go back in time to like 1996 Earth, but um, Sarah Silverman. But I like the ones where they are like they get caught in like a temporal loop, or they yeah, you know they yeah. meet themselves from six months ago or something like, like those are those are fun. Okay. Um, meet their own descendants. That's a classic Star Trek storyline. I love when they do that. <laughs> Enterprise. Yeah. Um, but uh, just yeah, but it makes it feel like you know we've had three movies and they all essentially in some way deal with time travel or you know Khan is a man out of time um I, I want to see them do something else you just know with these do, movies just go do like a normal story yeah that's just well thought out and right watched. I mean like and on and you know like I don't want to throw this out there too much but I he, hope Khan comes back yeah I, I'm just gonna I've said it when we saw that originally and yeah say it again I hope he comes back you just want to see them do something better with Khan yeah I mean and I mean don't waste Cumberbatch like that no I don't know, man. He's problem... gonna be—he's gonna be pretty busy over in Marvel territory. Thank God. Yeah, um, but yeah, I—I I would almost—I'd rather see something like, uh, like Wrath of Khan or Undiscovered Country, where it's just like it's you know it. Wrath of Khan is okay, you're bringing back the old villain, but you know that's basically like a submarine movie. You know, like oh, yeah. that's just. You know, yeah, two ships playing, two commanders playing mind games with each other. Like, I want to see that structure of a story. Like, yeah. make it with like a badass Klingon warrior uh, or something. Yeah, like I don't, I don't he care. Can quote Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Give me a fucking one-eyed Shakespeare quoting Klingon warrior, and I am down. Yeah. Um, because you know that's because, because Christopher Plummer. because Christopher Plummer is wonderful. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's all I want. I want like a really stripped down, simple Star Trek. I don't think we're ever gonna get that. You know, what my favorite line from that movie is what's that. I'd pay good money if he'd shut, shut up. up. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, and the pink blood's great. Well, yeah, can't the can't blood. go wrong with giant globules of CG pink blood. <laughs> it's just like it looks like Nickelodeon gack. I know, and and the best, but the best part is that like when the zero gravity gets turned back on, when the, when the gravity gets turned back on, it's and then so it's just flat. yeah, and it's clearly just like pink paint. Like yeah. that's all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, the last thing, I guess, last big news story of the week was uh, uh, Star Wars related. Um, and that was all the character oh, names. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see this list of character names? I did. I did. Um, and I, I don't so, care. I'll say that I like the trading card idea. Yeah, um, that's in fact, cute. That's directly cute. behind you, there are a whole stack of Star Wars trading cards, original Star Wars trading cards, that Jamie got me for my birthday uh, like a year or two ago. Wow. Um, and they look exactly like those. So I love the feel of like old vintage trading cards. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I wish that the. The images in the trade in their like fake digital trading cards didn't. Darth look... Vader wants you to be in the army. <laughs> I know, right? Some of the pictures on there are kind of hilarious. They're like Amazing. publicity stills and shit like that. But that's also like I wish that all of the pictures in these trading cards didn't look. They weren't just stills taken out of the trailer. I, I wish like... there was something new in here. I like that the Emperor is Master of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't seen that. That's amazing. Uh, we yeah, could we could spend a whole podcast going through this deck of vintage Star Wars trading cards. Battle of the Jedi. Jesus. Lightsaber battle! Exclamation point! Nice. Um, so we've got so we've got a whole bunch of names here. Uh, the little soccer ball robot is called BB-8. No, he's not. Yeah, I'm gonna keep calling him R2 FIFA. I like or R2 FIFA. FIFA D2. FIFA D2 is probably the better name, uh, which Jared pointed out. And I went back and forth a little bit. FIFA D2 rolls off the tongue a little bit better. Admiral Akbar. Admiral military leader Admiral Akbar. <laughs> uh, oh Oscar Isaac's character is Poe Dameron. Uh, the villain is called is named Kylo Ren. 
Uh, and Daisy Ridley's character is named Ray, R-E-Y, and John Boyega's character is named Finn, F-I-N-N. I guess I'm not crazy about these names. Something about them feels... They're just names. Yeah, I mean, they're just names. Look, they're not important. But something about them feels more... They feel more like uh, like Lord of the Rings names. They feel more like fantasy names than than yeah than Star Wars names, where you know Luke and Leia, like they they feel a little more a little more grounded. Anakin not so much, but Ben Kenobi. Like there was something about the original tri- the names in the original trilogy that felt like just a little bit more connected to like everyday people. Yeah. Um, whereas like, well, Finn is a regular name. Finn is a regular name, but again, that feels like a fantasy name and not like a sci-fi name. You know, Poe Dameron, that feels like, like asshole. That's what asshole hipsters name their kid. Yeah. His name, his, <laughs> his name should be like Billy Dameron. Right. Or, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Ray, Ray is kind of cool as a, for a girl's name, R E Y Ray. Like it's, it's kind of cool. Um, I just, I just, I'm just not crazy about any of these. Egon Dameron. Right? Okay. I'm just saying. On the other hand, congratulating Wedge. (laughs) God damn. Why does Wedge need a card? Uh, He didn't get much else. That's true. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's about all we have for the news this week. Uh, we'll probably be back with the news in, uh, in two weeks. Uh, next week, well, I don't know. We'll it, see. This whole season, this, this, the next couple really, of weeks, really, really unpredictable. Yeah, the next couple of weeks yeah. are going to be kind of a shit show with the holidays. I'm going to be traveling for a couple of weeks, so uh, whether or not we can do this, yeah. we end up and doing you, this thing remotely. You know, I'm not doing this by myself. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so <laughs> the news will be back at a at a the date news will to be, be back with me and Jenna talking about things that aren't related to movies. Yeah, that'll go over very well in our audience. <laughs> um, well, Thanks for listening. Uh, Have a lovely evening and a fantastical tomorrow.